Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, what's up? I'm Erica Cruz Guevara, the host of The Bay. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts with an S. From KQED. All of California is under a shelter-in-place order, but there is a list of essential businesses that can keep operating. And among them, newspapers, TV, radio, and other media services. Basically, journalists whose job it is to document this really wild moment that we're in. And recently, a photographer for the San Francisco Chronicle decided to start taking pictures where lots of people actually are right now, their homes. You know, photojournalists can't work from home. Our office is out in the field telling those stories, like documenting those moments. You've probably seen photos of empty places that are normally filled with people. But all across the Bay Area, people are still trying to live their lives, often from home. Today, a photojournalist who's going where people are and taking their portraits from a distance. I'm Erica Cruz Guevara. Welcome to the Bay. This is two to three weeks of shelter in place. And those photos of, you know, empty shelves and empty places are going to get old fast. That need to be creative and that need to have some variety is like my core journalism heart tells me that. I think that the other side of it, though, is we need to be focusing on humanity in this in this whole crisis that we're you know facing. And I want to be able to like show people that there are individuals still living their lives and thriving. Even if it's at home, they are there and the world is turning. Jessica Christian is a staff photographer with the San Francisco Chronicle, and she's been working on a series of portraits, window portraits, of people inside their homes during the shelter-in-place order. Every day as a staff photographer, I'm given assignments for the newspaper that I have to fulfill. But there's a lot of downtime in between those, especially now where most events are shut down, most meetings are, you know, canceled. There's not things happening that I can go photograph for the paper. Being put in situations where I had to take portraits of people in quarantine or meet people that were unable to come outside and taking their photo from outside seemed to be the only way. I started thinking like, oh, this could be an entire series. For me, it was like just finding something to fill those moments with. So I wasn't, you know, lost in my thoughts or, you know, worrying or, you know, just sitting in my car because now, you know, in between assignments, I spend time in my car because I can't go to a coffee shop to send or edit photos or even to the office. Our newsroom is shut down too. It allows me to stay safe and keep them safe while still making something that's creative. It's been really great. As I see the joy from the people that I'm photographing, it's a therapeutic thing for me because of the positivity it it brings. And it's just a lighthearted, you know, activity that I could be doing out and about. I'm still getting outside. I'm still, you know, seeing a lot of the city and the bay that I want to be doing. And I have that separation. So when I'm off work and I am self-isolated, personally, I'm feeling a little more fulfilled. 
and it's been, you know, amazing. How do people's personalities come out in these pictures? It's completely up to the circumstances of the person. And like the ones that don't have kids are kind of more like having fun with it. The people with kids are a little more, you know, watching their kids trying to take a little, you know, formal family portrait is what I've been feeling. Um, and then there's just the individual couples, like younger couples that are also just having fun with it. And someone today posed with their guitar out the window to like bring in their personality. Um, and I've been encouraging people to do that. Someone posed with a Bernie sign in his window because they definitely <laughs> wanted to, to show that. And I was like, yeah, that's totally what you're about. Um, and trying to bring those individualities into the photos. And it's also just evolving so much because at first I was like, oh, I'm going to do all these straight on portraits. That's going to be a uniformed, you know, composition. And mm. it's just evolved so much every day. Every house is different. Every lighting situation is different. And I have to be a little more lenient with that. Mm. And now the, the man who had his guitar, I'm, I'm kind of thinking about asking people to incorporate like their hobbies or things that they want, like a prop if they want to bring it out. Um, a lot of people are holding their dogs <laughs> and that's been cool to see. And so like animals are heavily featured. I've gotten a couple portraits of just dogs <laughs> in the window. Oh my God, that's amazing. Are you like yelling from like the bottom and like up to their windows or? A lot of it is yelling. <laughs> I'm like, okay, can you go to the left? Can you go to the right? And like neighbors have gotten interested and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm taking portraits. Do you want one? They're like, yeah, I'll run upstairs. Mm. And so... Um, it's all positive reactions from neighbors and things. They, they also just want to be, I feel like everyone just wants to be a part of something right now that's not, you know, sitting in their couch. Totally. Um, so it's been really nice. It's also like a couple people that can't open their windows. I've called them on the phone because they're like, hey, um, I'm not on Twitter a lot, but if you're here, just call me. Um, and then I'm asking everybody once I leave to send me a little blurb just about, you know, their ages, their names, what they do for work and their situation and a little bit about how they feel being sheltered in place to add some context to it and to like really, you know, put a story with each picture instead of just kind of just portraits that have nothing, no context. So I'm curious if you have a, a favorite photo that you've taken so far and if you could describe it. Yeah, so there is one that I took of a woman that was living on Clement Street and she lives in like a corner building. But this photo was kind of tilted to the to the right to see like the the depth of her apartment and there's a tree poking out. She's kind of leaning out of the window and it looks like a superhero in a way. The curtains are blowing behind her and she's just like completely like fully out the window with her head held high. It looks like she's reaching out towards the sun or towards this tree. And it made me feel like really connected to her as a person. I think that that's the goal is to show that connection and that, that need for interaction that we all have, even though we're locked in our houses. Um, and so far that's been my favorite one. So obviously this assignment is about going out while everyone is hunkering in. What was going through your mind and how were you kind of thinking about your job after you heard the news of these shelter-in-place orders? So even before the shelter-in-place was in implemented, we were being very careful because it was still very much like social distancing was being promoted. People were aware that like this was out there, coronavirus was spreading and they were being safe. Um, so I was already operating differently where, you know, photojournalists can't work from home. We are, our, our office is out in the field telling those stories, like documenting those moments. 
So it's super complicated for us. And, you know, as a staff, we're trying to like brainstorm in different ways to keep it creative while staying safe, as I said before. Um, but I've implemented a few more precautions, like wiping down my camera gear before I come in the house, having a set of clothes that are like outside clothes that I take off when I get home and then I immediately shower. Um, and keeping that six foot distance has been pretty hard, but it's something that we're trying to be conscious of. And so it's been a lot of just like juggling it because, yeah, it's a story that we need to be outside to tell. Um, and I think, too, with the project, it was the middle ground where it's like, yes, I'm outside, but I'm not interacting with people and I'm not touching anything. I'm not, you know, photographing the crowded lines at the grocery store in a big group of people. So I didn't feel too unsafe in those settings with the portraits. But I'm still very careful when I'm out and about and I'm always cleaning my phone, my car, everything down. I live with my partner and a housemate, and I don't want them to be at risk for anything either. But I do still want to be out in the world telling those stories um, because I think that's super important. How does this assignment stack up with all the other assignments you've done? So this one is so much more positive. <laughs> it's not that the others aren't positive. It's just they're a lot more heavy for me. Where it's Other assignments I've worked on was last Friday I had to attend a mass, a mass service that was sparsely attended. Um, and there's a lot of tension in the air anywhere I'm going right now when it comes to just what used to be a normal assignment for me, like going to a store, going to a business is now full of tension. It really, you know, people don't know if I'm being self-isolating when I'm home and being careful and I don't know if they are. And so it's just like this weird, awkward dance we're doing to try and stay away and be careful where, you know, the other day I followed an Instacart driver while she went to shop at Safeway. And I can't help but be in crowds of people in those situations. And um, it's a lot of anxiety for me just because I personally have elderly grandparents and a mom that's taking care of them. And that's the first thing on my mind is like, I don't want them to get sick and I don't want anyone else's family to get sick. It's hard to focus on that when you also have a job to do. Um, so I think a big uh, ad adaption for me has been to balance that and find that time to think about my family, my personal time, but also think about the job in front of me and, you know, documenting those things that I need to when people can't see it because they're in their houses. I think in journalism, we're always trying to tell the stories of our community. And yeah, there is that story that like the community is empty, but it really isn't. They're, they're in their homes. They're just like out of sight. Um, and so that's kind of a great way. I think my project has been able to like bring a face to the issue and like, you know, really humanize it and let people know that they are being heard and that it's not just like, yeah, you go to Pier 39 and it's like empty of tourists. It's like there are residents in San Francisco that don't occupy Pier 39. So yeah, it's been really great. To see Jessica's photos, check out the links in our episode notes on our webpage. They're great. Also, Jessica is looking for more people to take portraits of during the entire shelter-in-place order, so get in touch with her. I definitely am looking for more people of color, so anyone that's interested, please message me or email me. My email is jessica.christian at sfchronicle.com, and Twitter is at jachristian. Jessica Christian is a photographer with the San Francisco Chronicle. This episode of The Bay was produced by Marisol Medina Cadena and Alan Montecilio. We also get help from Kiana Mogadam. I'm Erica Cruz Guevara. Talk to y'all Wednesday.
I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.